everyone, and welcome to America on Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. And we're back to talk more about we're our, here. our favorite people we're not related to. Just kidding. That's not accurate. But like our favorite family we wish we belonged to so we could have bespoke Dior dresses made for us. Indeed. I... I often daydream about just like one day being told that like I'm like a secret love child of somebody's. And so you have an unlimited credit card or effectively like a yeah, a blank check to go buy all the pretty clothes you want. Mm -hmm. That is why I love the Princess Diaries ultimately. Like, yeah, yes, the characters are amazing and hilarious, but it's really I just want Mia's life. Yeah, because I would be way more appreciative than she was. Yeah, to wake up and be like, what? I have a net worth of $300 million? Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah, she saves the whales every day. Like, come on. So, but I digress. Anyway. But yeah, it's been a while since we've been recording. Yes. We took a little bit of a vacation to to align with the honeymoon. I, that's my excuse, at least. I, th- I think so. And I mean, it's summer. There's not as much going on and in their lives and there's a lot going in our lives just because it's nice outside mm-hmm. so we have to take advantage we do yeah um but i have a story All i right. wanted to share about my first official replicate experience Ooh, do tell. so okay so um kate recently she was at um the Maserati polo event mm-hmm. and she wore a zara off the shoulder dress that blue one Yes, I it's the one where. Um, yep, and so I saw it come in, and I was like, "That is a reasonably priced dress. It's like seventy dollars mm-hmm. on Zara." And so I ordered it, and I got it, and uh, it didn't work out for me. It just wasn't Aww. kind of my style. Uh, Kate looked amazing in it. I just it wasn't it wasn't quite my style. So I was like, "Okay, I need to return this." And thankfully, I had ordered it through the store into the store so I could Mm. return it just by mailing it. So I left it on um, our guest bed and I was one day I was really just like super like, okay, I have all these clothes that I need to return from various places. I've bought them online and I went and I picked up the dress and there was a centipede on it. No, no, it was it was a massive centipede. Yes, I'm sorry, everyone. I also hate when people talk about centipedes, but I have to share this story. No, it, it was I could not believe no, no. That this precious dress, my first like replicate, even if it didn't work out. Are we so sure disgusted. that like it wasn't the devil secretly possessing the dress and that's why I it think, didn't work out? I don't know. You got like a cursed dress or something? Do you have an Probably. Enemy? Don't I don't know. know. Yeah. And why was it on the bed? Like that's so disturbing. Uh, like like nope. I know that they go into people's beds. I get nope, it. Nope. 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 They don't. They don't. I'm sorry. I retract nope. that. But Mm-mm. Yes, it was extremely disturbing, and uh, I had to make my husband go kill it. And he did? I, yeah, because I pretty much you? told him. I was like, don't touch the dress. I have to return it. Yeah, I have to return You cannot get any centipede guts on this dress. Right. So thankfully, the the centipede had moved back onto the bed. So oh, no. we got him. But, no. But we always use the same book in our house to kill centipedes, if we can help it, mm-hmm. uh, which is J.K. Rowling's Casual Vacancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my centipede book, because um, our house is old, and it's a problem. Uh, but, yeah. I'm, yeah. That's, I'm, as you know, I am soon to buy a house, and like that's what I'm dreading about homeownership. Yes. It's like, I currently live in a relatively newly built apartment building, and it's there, are, I don't have to worry about like pests, like mice or bugs right. or oh no Ugh. nope you're gonna do great mm-hmm. I, I I'm much I'm better than I was I'll say that like I'll take care if if my husband's not there I'll take care of it like I'll deal with it but if he's there I oh, yeah. am like I'm like you take care of this piece of <laughs> I mean yeah we have to survive the the bad crap that gender roles put us in so why don't we get to take advantage of some of those gender roles yes <laughs> when yes. we need to <laughs> ew. ew my hero you killed a nasty bug mm-hmm. so uh i am i am sad it was really cute though and it was really well made so if you do see i know it has sold out several times it's their striped off the shoulder dress uh i would i would consider getting it I've, it's also a very long length so if you're a tall person Ooh. like myself mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it being too short and it's also yeah made of linen and so it's amazing, and I was a little sad because I was like, "This would be perfect for hot weather." Yeah, but well, wasn't me. So 
There you, you go. Give it a shot. I did. I did. And I'm just happy I tried it on before the incident. Mm-hmm. So I won't bring it up again. I'm sorry. And I thought I had to share it because it was a little, it was disturbing, but also royal related. Yeah. <laughs> it's cathartic. We need to talk about our traumas sometimes true. to move past true. them. Well, um, let's talk about something that's not traumatic. Indeed. But also has to do with fashion. How about that? Yeah. I um, love it. So since we've been, you know, away from uh, the podcasting business for a few weeks there have been quite a few um events that have accumulated and we don't want to spend time going into detail on all of those things but we definitely want to talk about the outfits specifically megan's outfits um in this first few weeks of her life as the duchess of sussex and so we've kind of are going to do some uh like a sartorial report card here on her um some of her first events and we'll be giving it kind of like a thumbs up, thumbs down, yay or nay type yes. thing. So let's I love it. Let's start. Um, we're going all the way back to June 14th when she had her first event with the Queen. And this was where she was wearing her cream uh, Givenchy uh, with a mini cape. And oh. so that was like the off the shoulder, again, the same designer that did her famous wedding gown. Um, but this was a not wedding gown length dress and it was great it was what are your thoughts <sighs> oh i loved it a a plus mm-hmm. uh, i wish it wasn't so expensive but it's gorgeous it fit her so well the cape was just so perfect it was just like that little piece of flair mm-hmm. yeah it was one of the so. things that really makes it like stylish it's something that's so like duchess like princess you know like us mortals don't get to wear capes in our normal (laughs) life like we would look i can't just like walk to work wearing cape. i mean i could but like people would comment on it right they'd be like that seems unnecessary why are you wearing a cape i mean unless it was like um like for warmth and it was more like a poncho or shawl or something right or a different like type of fabric yeah exactly like a shawl or something yeah but I feel like I would not get away with wearing that type of outfit just to my day-to-day. And so I'm jealous that she has a job that she gets to wear really beautiful pieces like that. And it was great. Right. So, yes, I loved the mini cape, and it was so, like, perfectly tailored to her. So I thought it was a great first outfit for kind of her her first jaunt by her, not by herself, but without Harry. Without Harry and with the queen. Indeed. So, pressure. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that brings us to a few days later on June 17th uh, when she went to uh, Harry's cousin, uh, her wedding, which is Cecilia. I'm going to butcher this last name, but here we go. McCordqualde. What do you think? I made that sound more like Spanish. McCorquadale, right? McCorquadale. I like that. That That sounds better. Mine sounded more like it was like Latina or something. You put like an accent aigu on the e, but like, I mean, it's it is many. There's a q. I don't know. There's just a lot. Yes, it's a mouthful. Yes, but she's uh, Princess Diana's niece. Mm-hmm. So we did see the Spencer Tiara make an appearance at that wedding. Yes, which was the types of wet or the usual. That's where we would expect to see the Spencer Tiara because yes. it's a like female Spencer, you know, in the line who mm-hmm. got married. Yes. But what Megan was wearing was an asymmetrical blue and white print Oscar de la Renta dress. And it was kind of like a floral toile fabric um, Mm -hmm. print. And then she was wearing a Marks and Spencer fascinator. And I wonder if it was kind of a nod like, this is my Spencer tiara. Um, (laughs) I didn't even put that together. That's so great. And so, yeah, but it was a really, I think, successful look. It was... Much more kind of flowy and and I wouldn't call it baggy, but mm-hmm. it definitely wasn't tailored. Yes, um, it looked like a kind of like an oversized shirt dress, if you mm-hmm. is how I would describe it. Um, and I think she looked really good. It wasn't my favorite thing she's yeah. ever worn, um, but I did really like her Marks and Spencer f- Fascinator a lot. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I really liked the dress. I think it, it did not photograph well. Um, but I saw it in movement in a lot of the videos and I thought it looked really great and really comfortable and I felt like it was something that she is it like something that's genuinely her style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fascinator wasn't my favorite. Uh, I thought it could have 
I don't know. I felt like it didn't like stay on her hair well enough. Yeah. And it, it looked it just like kind of lacked like the I don't know. It just seemed too low on her head. And I think I would have liked something that maybe was a little bit higher. It just looked like it was like um, wilting on her head. And I wish it would have looked a little bit more structured. But considering that it wasn't like a million dollars, I feel like that was a really smart decision. Yeah. And again, she's not there to like take any of the spotlight right. away. Um, but she still looked fabulous. She did. Um, then the next event she appeared at uh, was on June 19th where she made her first uh, visit to the Royal Ascot. And there she was wearing a white Givenchy shirt dress and a Philip Treacy hat, which is, many have said, is pretty reminiscent of the hat um, worn by Audrey Hepburn's character Eliza, well, Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady, the movie version. Yes. And um, so that might have been a clever nod to it, or it could have just been like, it's a black and white hat. Who knows? Indeed. But it was um, fun to see her there for her first day at the races. Uh, mm-hmm. Harry there, too, wearing his silly hat alongside her. Yeah. <laughs> it's silly hats all around. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what were but, your thoughts? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I think the hat was really the favorite part of the outfit. I think she chose well with doing kind of a shirt dress. Just considering it looked really kind of warm and sunny. And I feel like anything else, it would have been kind of gross. So I feel like it was a good summer dress that looked um, really classy and nice. And obviously fit all their their strict rules right. for attire. But I, I love the hat. I feel like the hat really made the outfit and really gave it that like classic. Like, I'm a duchess now, everyone. And I go to these weird events that I really don't understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, what's happening? Who's the horse? Yeah. <laughs> so as far as I know, Megan hasn't ever shown any interest in, you know, horses and, and racing and equestrianism. So Yeah, I'm sure she, she, like any girl, you know, would have jumped at the chance to do, like, horseback riding or whatever right. when she was young. Like, most people or most girls really are, like, into that idea because I don't know what. We read books about it or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And... Yeah, I don't think she's she's definitely not like a Princess Anne level equestrian yeah. that we know I mean, she's, of. She's been on a horse before, guys. I just Googled it. Oh, she has. That's good. She, she, she was quite young, it looks like. But <laughs> uh, but OK, yeah. So uh, moving on to June 26th, uh, she was at the Queen's Young Leader Awards with uh, Prince Harry, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wore a custom Prada. And it was a double-breasted cream and pink suit. Yeah, it was so. like a light cream or light mm-hmm. pink creamish color. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fine. I'm not yeah. the biggest fan of double-breasted stuff when it's not like a winter coat. Um, right. It just seems a little heavy and like stuffy for me. But I think it was, I mean, it was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't really have, I don't really have too many sharp criticisms here because everything, she looked fabulous and everything. Right. Um, it's just more stuff that like I wouldn't wear or oh, I wouldn't totally. necessarily pick out for her. Yes, exactly. Um, I really liked the buttons. They were kind of 80s, but I feel like it worked well mm-hmm. with that that outfit. So the color wasn't particularly my favorite, um, but everything else, it seemed, it seemed fine. So I wouldn't say, it, yeah, I agree. It's probably not something I would wear, but... Um, I thought it looked nice on her. Mm-hmm. And then um, on June 30th and July 1st, we got some more casual snaps of her. Um, she was watching Harry play polo. And so on June 30th, she was photographed um, wearing a Shoshana sleeveless belted gingham, gingham eyelet dress. And then uh, sh- she was also sporting a fedora and her sunglasses, and she had these really cute brown strappy leather sandals on. And then, uh, why did it autocorrected to Sabrina? But it meant I was <laughs> gonna say she, Sabrina Williams was also there with her. I don't know why Woo-hoo! my I've had things Sabrina is more appropriate than Serena, but Serena is quite magical, like Sabrina. She is, yes, she much like a teenage witch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she did really well with this mm-hmm. one. Um, it was kind of more casual but still again like not risque it was kind of reminded me of the like Kate wearing Zara type thing like it was a longer Mm -hmm. 
dress, something that was comfortable to kind of like sit in. It looked like it was much more like chill than the other polo photo we had had of her at that point where she was wearing like really buttoned up like, you know, a white blazer. Yeah, she looked like really great in that photo too. But this time it was more like she could kind of like picture her sitting in the grass and watching Harry and cheering for him rather than just standing there demurely like golf clapping. Like, hi everyone, I'm here. I'm his girlfriend. Yes, like, hello. Yes, I am here and I am here to stay. Now she can be like, good job, honey. Hit the ball. Good yeah. job. Don't I'm going to go get off. a pretzel. Yep. Don't fall off the horse. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And then the next day, or did you have any comments? I should ask. Oh, no. I liked the look. I think it was it was very appropriate for Polo. Mm-hmm. But the next day she um, showed up again. There was no Serena there, obviously, because like Serena was preparing for Wimbledon, which is why she's in the UK. Um but this time she was wearing a white button-down shirt and black crop skinny jeans and some black flats. And she, again, looked amazing and chic and, and kind of more relaxed, but still polo appropriate. And I really liked this look. It was very, like, Audrey Hepburn-ish. Mm-hmm. I agree. I thought it looked really nice. Mm-hmm. I would wear it. All right. And then our last event before we get to her most current events is July 5th when she and Harry were at the Commonwealth Youth Forum and uh, she was very bright in a yellow Brandon Maxwell dress. And Uh, we may have saved the best for I think we bookended it really nice. I was going to say we saved the best for last but I do think that the the cream Givenchy with the mini cape and then this are really just like the cherries on top of the Sunday that is her wardrobe for these weeks. Because this dress is beautiful. She looked so pretty. The color was amazing. Yes. It was fun to see her in a bright color because she had been wearing kind of more, you know, creams and and more like, I'd call them bridal tones, which makes sense. Right. As a new bride. Still a blushing, you know, new bride. But this was like sunny and bright and summery and fit her like a glove. And it was just great. Yeah, it looked fabulous on her. I would like this dress. I know. I if wear. I could wear yellow, I would like this dress. <laughs> you would look great in this dress. Um, but yeah, I loved it. And so, again, it was like A-plus work for for those days, Megan. We're excited to see you step up to the plate like this. Yes. <sighs> All right, now why don't you talk about... We're going to have a little interlude before we get to discussing uh, yes. some of the more big events of recent... Uh, days which will be the christening and talking about the RAF 100 event that took place today, the day we're recording, which is uh, <laughs> July 10th. And we're just going to do a quick interlude about um, our favorite, like, plaque, uh, our favorite, one of our favorite elements of being a royal, which is the creative ways in which they get to unveil plaques. So please take it away, Caitlin. Yes. So, yes, we don't really talk about this royal all that much, but Prince Edward our Earl of Wessex had an amazing way to fi- to really spice things up at his recent plaque unveiling at uh, the Citadel Youth Center in um, Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And this was just last week. And, you know, normally, you know, you just kind of wait and you, they pull like, they have like a mini curtain or something, but he's clearly was like in a gym. And uh, I did share the video on our Twitter, actually, mm-hmm. if you do want to go see it. Uh, but, or just look up, yeah, Prince Edward plaque. And that also will get you there, uh, but he he literally had like a music stand and a, like a blanket over it or a sheet. He mm-hmm. was just like, "This isn't really the most exciting event." And then he he really gets them riled up to like, and they all are like making noise to like really like amp it up. Yeah. And then he's just like, "Yeah." I mean, and, I, I mean, the way I just described this seems really boring, but you should watch the video. <laughs> I loved it. I loved the video so much. I am going yes. to. It's. I mean, here's the um, the royal family. Is this a, their official? Oh, I'm playing something. Hold on. Is it uh, the official? Yeah, I think this is the official YouTube account by the royal. It's called the royal family, so maybe not. I don't know. But it's. I think Prince, the royal family is the British royal family's. That's what um, I thought. Okay, handle. so then there the video is called Prince Edward dramatically unveils plaque in yes. yet another comedy <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he he tells them that they like really to amp it up, like it's the most exciting thing that they've ever done in their lives, pretty much. 
he doesn't quite get them to those levels, but I feel like it was better than if he was just like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to, you know, remove the sheet now and open this center. So I feel like his his um, work in the dramatic arts really has like prepped him well for these um, dramatic unveilings. So I hope he continues to to do this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> because it is really just like a yeah, I'm I'm looking at it again. I'm watching it on mute right now and I can't stop watching. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll have to stop. I it's really nerdy. I have like, to close this tab. I know it's such like a dad joke, like I mean it's just reminiscent of all of that stuff. It's great. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I just appreciate it because like this isn't really the most glamorous event and he really is like trying to put his heart into it. Like, I'm here and we are totally opening up the center. Yeah, like, this is not as fancy as the royal wedding. This is not, you know, as cool as an Aria flyover. But dang it, we're going to have fun. Yeah. Look at this so. plaque. It's majestic. Yes. <laughs> Stare in wonderment. Um, but yeah. So yes, go check that out. It's pretty funny. And it's kind of, yeah, you don't get to see a lot about Prince Edward. And I feel like it's a good kind of insight into his, his personality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, let's move on, though, to the, I was going to say, the, the vent most of us were anticipating for uh, early July, which was the christening of Little Prince Louis. And Yee. I mean, I guess it's it's a christening and baptism all is, I don't know, is that the same thing in Yes. England? Yeah. I think it's just the way, like, I think it's just a, a different name. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I think it is just, yeah, it must just be what they call it. But um, he was uh, going through his first religious ceremony thing one can guess and so of course they had to roll out the red carpet and and bring in the big guns like the archbishop of canterbury to make sure that he has a one-way ticket to god i don't know (laughs) i don't know how to describe it but i can't believe it that he is already 11 weeks old i know i was like what he's so so old (sighs) and he was so cute i couldn't take it Yes, I have given him the nickname of Snoozy McCheeks. <laughs> and I think um, we got the announcement that, uh, uh, like, a few days before, that the christening would be held at 4 p.m. London time. Mm-hmm. And that was great news for those of us in America because we didn't have to wake up too early, uh, or, or early at all, I should say, to get it. And I was kind of wondering, oh, why? And then I realized, oh, that definitely is his nap time. They definitely scheduled it over his nap time so yeah. that he would just be a sleeping baby angel instead of, like, fussy or, you know, as long as they, like, knew he would be out or they had a good chance of him being out. Then they were like, right. okay, great, let's set it up for that time. He might get startled by the water, but, you know. That's okay. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. We can settle him. That'll be indoors after the photos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just oh. picturing, like, William, like, driving around Kensington Palace Gardens in his with Louis in his car seat in the back. Louis falls asleep, and then William jumps out of the car, hands him off to Kate, and is like, go, go, go. We have two minutes before he wakes up. Yes. <laughs> like, perfection. He looks yep. great. He's, I know. Even his hair seemed, like, perfect. I was uh-huh. like, did it get combed? I hope it did. Oh, so cute. So little. <sighs> with yeah. his fancy dress. I know. Yes. Yes, he did wear a replica of a uh, a christening gown uh, that originally was created by Queen Victoria and was worn until 2008 by all of the Queen's grandchildren. Unfortunately, James, Viscount James, who is Prince Edward's son, the youngest of the grandchildren of Queen Elizabeth, um, did not wear it. He started wearing this replica gown, uh, which was made by Angela Kelly, who is the Queen's dressmaker. So. Yes, and that was, I believe, due to the desire to preserve the fabric because it was obviously pretty old. And since it's so important and was the christening gown for so many royals, they decided that the best tactic was to just make a replica and start the tradition off with that one. Well, being mm-hmm. able to keep the other one in a climate-controlled, uh, sunlit or sunless environment far away from messy babies. Indeed. They ruin everything. Or I mean, they get it it's really a, soppy wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, again, if it's like, hmm, I have this really, really, really valuable antique. Should I put it near a baby, or should I go with option B, which is to not put it near a baby? I think I'm going right. to go with option B. You don't want to be the parents of the child who ruins 
Queen Victoria's gown. Mm-mm. I feel like that just is just bad. That'd be a bad look. Next yeah. thing you know, a centipede's going to come crawling out of it. Oh, God. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. See, I ruined it. Like, I'm already sickened by hearing the word in. I was I'm just sorry. saying it, like, haphazardly for, like, four minutes. I'm sorry, everyone. That was my bad, too. That was a horrifying <laughs> image. Um, but it doesn't. It just has a cutie bug in it yeah. currently. Oh, yeah. <sighs> but uh, other aspects of this baptism, just like uh, with Prince George and uh, Princess Charlotte and many other um royal babies is that uh, they received water from the River Jordan and uh, which I also try to do for my own daughter's baptism. Did that ever work out? uh, So I do actually have the water. My Mm -hmm. in-laws ended up going to um, the Holy Land for a trip and I asked them to get me some Mm -hmm. and they did and they were able to bring it back. Unfortunately my church does like a like group as you know Jenna since you Mm -hmm. were there. They do like kind of a, they're kind of hippies. And so they did like a group. They're strict Catholic hippies is what I really should say. Cause they're mm-hmm. all about like community and stuff and they do it all together. So they couldn't, they thought it would be weird to like give mm-hmm. my daughter like different special, water. Special, be like, this is for the special baby. Actually, actually she has water from the river Jordan. So she's a little bit more special. Mm-hmm. She's um, a future princess yes the river jordan if you don't know is the river in um the holy land where jesus was baptized right so it's it's important in in christian faith Faith, yeah uh so i i hoped so i have it at my house um i don't know maybe just keep it around and yeah uh you never know when you might need it right you could just have it you could if you could maybe i was getting i don't want to bring up centipedes again but if you ever cast out a demon Yes, perform an exorcism. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. So let me know. I yeah. will figure it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, to pour that water on a baby, they have a font, which is gorgeous. You should take a picture or go look at pictures of it. You should not take a picture of it. I'm, I don't know if, if you can possible. get into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By all means, take a picture. But this beautiful kind of lily-esque, it's got like lilies on it, was uh, where they poured the water was commissioned by Queen Victoria as well. So that's all part of this this beautiful ceremony for yeah. all these babes. And so yeah. we kind of heard some after the fact. Well, we heard we got some news about the godparents, but then we also learned that Uncle Louis' Uncle Harry allegedly bought him a very expensive gift, which was a first edition of the book Winnie the Pooh. Um, yeah. A source told the Sun. Um, the tabloid that he spent eight thousand pounds on it, which I don't know if that's a true thing. I think it yeah. honestly might be like a marketing campaign tidbit by those people, the like Disney who are trying to drum up like, support for their new <laughs> Winnie the Pooh movie. Like I'm not even kidding. That I wouldn't be surprised be if he got him a a book, but I don't know. I that. wouldn't either. But if you think about it, the best books are like those really thick cardboard books yeah he's you a really baby be... he would eat it <laughs> yeah he's gonna he's gonna like his hands are gonna be going everywhere and he's mm-hmm. gonna ruin it charlotte is gonna ruin it i know like george is probably going to ruin it because they just are like ah! right so, exactly who does nanny maria like hold it delicately does kate have to like put it in a plastic bag when she reads it like yeah i don't know or did harry it just, seems just too, like it seems too stressful did Harry take it out of the family library, wrap it up, <laughs> and give it? <laughs> I hope so. That'd Hi, be Prince funny. Louis. In addition to these coupons for free hugs, you also get a copy of your book that your family already owns. Yeah. But the reason, apparently, that he did buy it was because he, apparently, Princess Diana read this book to him as a baby. Aww. And so, probably will also was read the book. So, if it's true, that's very sweet. And... I hope that they keep this book in good condition because yeah. that seems really Hopefully tough. he got also like a regular person copy. Yes. Like a mass-produced printed copy that Kate doesn't have to wear gloves to read. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, but yeah, we uh, learned uh, in other important people to young Louis. It was announced who his godparents were. And you gave us, you gave, wrote out a little rundown on each of I these did. people. Because royals are... Uh, more important than the rest of us instead of just like a godmother and a godfather they apparently have like a million godparents and so Louis has seven I think he has six six I can't count I thought he had three three men three women he does it's six I just can't count that's okay Um, that can be fixed so should we go down the line 
and an, I think and so. Yeah, them. we just this is a very high level because we're not going to go into every situation and history of all these friends because they all have really deep histories, sometimes controversies, which we'll bring up sometimes. But mm-hmm. just so you know, why is this person even important to them? Um, so yeah, so we'll start off with uh, Nicholas Van Kutzum. Uh, and you've probably heard that name before because they are very, have had a long history, especially with uh, Prince Charles, because he was um, friends with um, Nicholas Van Kutzum's dad in college. They both went to Cambridge together. And so he has been friends to Harry and William. And he's significantly older. He's actually like 41. I guess he's not significantly older, but he's older. Mm-hmm. Um than the the guys and so he's a good friend and his daughter Florence was also one of Megan's bridesmaids yes then we have Guy Pelly who is friends with Will and is the nightclub guy yeah so he's the guy who has frequently we saw Kate and Will coming like kind of stumbling in and out of clubs Mm -hmm. during like their like 05 to 07 08 party time yeah, they're post-university yep. fun extravaganza. Exactly. And he was the owner of a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so he's the one who, like, in, even in the Royal Way, where they have, like, those weird nightclubs with weird themes. Yeah. Yeah, that's this guy. <laughs> yep. And, yeah. And so he's friends with Will, obviously. And uh, he married an American, and that was when Will and Harry actually ended up coming to Nashville, I believe, oh, right. for the I wedding. That. Yes. I was going and to they like, apparently, drive my car they, down there. Yeah. And they apparently might have eaten like chicken tenders or nachos or something at the airport. I forget. I remember we had talked about it at one point. Mm-hmm. Not on the show, but. Yeah, this predates the when show. When it happened. Yeah. Because we, we were, were honestly talking about driving to Nashville. Yes. This was before Harry was engaged and we were, right? Or yeah, was oh, he for engaged? sure. Yeah. And we were like, let's go. I think it was like 2015, 2016. Yeah. So. Even though we were both in long term committed relationships, we were like, screw it. Let's go. They're princes are in yes. America. Yeah, but we did not end up going. And uh, there's always been rumors that Guy is not particularly one of Kate's biggest or Kate is not the biggest fan of Guy since he's apparently a bad influence on on William so who knows if that's true I'm sure you know you can be annoyed and be like oh you're not the greatest but I feel like especially now that they're not really out at the club every night there's probably you know if there were real wounds they probably healed (laughs) yeah they're no longer um they've forgiven he's grown up they've everyone's grown up and yeah yeah exactly so then the next uh, godparent is Hannah Gillingham, a.k.a. Mrs. Robert Carter, who yeah. is one of Kate's <laughs> childhood friends um, and has been seen walking with Kate around Kensington Palace. So somebody who she still is friends with in her post-royalty life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then another godmother is Lady Laura Mead, who is married to one of William's best friends, James, who is one of Charlotte's godparents so they honored him and with charlotte's go around and now they have extended the honor to his wife laura yeah and then um then there's harry aubrey fletcher who is yep uh, once again a longtime friend of will and harry's and there wasn't a ton of information about him he's the one who people kept talking about was like grabbing will's ear Mm. in like a, a photo i had never heard about it until to until they announced yesterday and i think that was like literally they could all they could find on him <laughs> mm. so there you go and then i thought you should talk about this last one since i never knew this one i didn't really either this, this person um, so i thought this was an exciting sure. yeah. yeah lucy middleton so obviously the last name's familiar there um yeah. and so she's kate's cousin she's um michael middleton's niece or you know like so obviously through that side of the family and apparently she's a barrister yeah so i didn't know that kate had a close family member somebody who's close enough to her to uh act as a godparent to her son who yeah. is in the legal trade Indeed. I wonder if she and Megan talked about suits. I would hope so. I feel like they should bond over that. Yeah. I wonder if she's been, she was like, Megan, loved you in suits. Indeed. Watched it even before I knew who you were because I'm a <laughs> lawyer. Because some lawyers like are obsessed with that show. A lot of my law school classmates oh. were obsessed with suits. And I was like, I can't mix business with pleasure. <laughs> but um, yeah, but it was cool to see. 
and kind of always fun to hear the names of these fancy people who have like crazy la- German and hyphenated last names. Yes. And then also like the more normal, <laughs> the more normals who are associated with them. Right. And get brought into these more official roles. Yes. I, yeah. Because I mean, after all these years, you kind of have to know who are the people who don't sell you out to the newspapers. Right. Or if they do, they're doing it, you know, because you told them it's okay. Yeah. Uh, or it's, but. yeah, or it's like, they're just really, really good at keeping the secret. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but should we talk about what people were wearing or should we talk about the tea? I think we could just talk quickly about what they did after sure. the event since it's kind of a quick Yeah, let's part. do that. But yes, uh, after the event of the actual christening, they went and had a celebration tea, and uh, there they had a slice of their wedding cake to yep. share with guests if they not, wanted and, it. And we're not talking about Harry and Meghan's wedding cake from a month yeah. or whatever ago. <laughs> I'd rather have that. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> a month old, or cake that's one or two months old that's been in the freezer. You know what? I won't say no to it. No, for sure. Um, Cake that is... How many years old now? Um, seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven Even if years. it is fruit cake, and therefore is mostly probably liquor at this point. Um, Does that mean everyone got sloshed? One can hope. I don't know though. Like, I hope the yeah. kids had like they had like chocolate cake for the kids. <laughs> yeah. There you go, George. I oh, get it. George, I is, mean, George is stumbling. <laughs> yeah. George got into the to the, the cake. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I don't know. So it's apparently traditional to serve a tier of the wedding cake at the christening. Um, and so they, I guess, just have this in a freezer at Kensington Palace or Buckingham Palace or something, and they break it out when they need to. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that everyone took, like, a little ceremonial bite and then was like, okay. And, like, I'm guessing, like, Harry chased his with actual brandy, just, like, with a yeah. shot of brandy. And then <laughs> they... uh they all ate like funfetti. Yes. <laughs> out of a box. For um, sure. But yeah, now let's move on to, to outfits. Pure fashion. Pure fashion. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, do you want me to kick it off? No, I can mm-hmm. kick it off. I'll talk about I'll talk about the Middletons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, we so we're gonna start with just looking at what Carol and Pippa wore. And so they were both in blues, shades of blues. And so Carol was in a light blue silk Susanna dress. And then she had a similar um, hat. She also wore a Juliet Botterell hat. I completely forgot to add that to the This is uh, why list. I gave them to you to talk yeah. about. Because I'm like, hey, you probably <laughs> read this in more detail than I did. I sure, I sure read something. Uh, and then uh, Pippa was in a sky blue Alexandra Rich dress. I'm actually not familiar with that brand, so I will do some more research in the yeah, future. Yeah, I thought it was... My thoughts on it is that it reminded me of the terrible dress Kate was forced yes, to wear to Pippa's yes, wedding. exactly! That was and my I was like, well. Oh, is that a really bad McQueen again? And then it was like, no, it's a different bad dress. It's Sorry, just a Pippa. really bad dress from somebody else. Everyone needs to just stop with whatever that puckering around the boobs boobs like yeah what? no that's oh, not... it's oh it's really unflattering and yeah i'm sorry pippa the color at the color as well was just not great on pippa yeah she's like gorgeous like her skin tone is just like i know so perfect that she could wear any color and that one i guess she can't wear that she shouldn't wear that color i thought it wasn't possible yeah, I, I have to chalk it up to maybe she's just kind of trying to, like, yes, she could be doing the, like, I don't want to stand out because I'm pregnant and I don't want people to be like, whoa, we'll look at her bump. And yeah, she's again, she's not going to wear, like, a bodycon. <laughs> like, right. Like, I would love she's not that, make but her... I know. Yeah, but, but it was, yeah, I don't know. But, it yeah, it was definitely not the greatest dress for if you're pregnant or not. It was, yeah, just not great. Um, Carol's was okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen much better on her. Um, it just yeah, it seemed like it just wasn't as tailored as well as other outfits that she's had before. So I think that one, if it maybe got a little bit better tailoring, I might like it better. But I think it was a little loose, mm-hmm. and yeah, it wasn't a showstopper for me because Carol's usually really on point. I agree. Um, so I can move on and talk about Megan and Harry. Perfect. Well, not so much about Harry, but what Megan was eh. uh, wearing, which was a. Olive green, Ralph Lauren, 
dress or Lauren, Ralph Lauren. I forget. It's not Loren. I don't know why we grew up pronouncing it Ralph Loren. And then I feel like it sounds fancier that way. Like I just, oh yeah, I'm wearing Ralph Lauren. I'm I'm wearing Ralph Lauren. But I don't know where I first, like who first made the mistake? I don't know. That's getting into I don't know. I've always honestly said, yeah, I've always said Ralph Lauren. Yeah, but it's Lauren. Because like that, um, that model slash Bush niece is her name is Lauren 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 um because she got married to his son or something I don't know anyway but um this was an olive green dress by Ralph Lauren and then an olive green hat by Stephen Jones with some olive green suede shoes and I loved her outfit um I think that it was a nice kind of color for her to go with again where she's not trying to stand out she's not going to show up in a bright yellow gown there um but it's still interesting and again it's like kind of taking a step back from those whites and and pastels that she's been wearing recently because obviously kate was the one wearing white today indeed so she could match her baby yay and harry was wearing a normal blue suit with a weird kind i didn't i wasn't crazy about his tie it was like this it didn't match megan no it did not it clashed with it and I don't need them to, him to wear like it was a, kind of an aqua color, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was like a bright yeah. tealish turquoise. I don't mm. know. It just didn't. It just clashed with the olive green. He should have. Yeah. Should have. I'm sure Megan. He said, "Honey, can I wear this?" And she probably looked at him and he went, "Oh, okay, that's a yes." Because he hasn't learned yet that when she doesn't say anything, that means no. Put it away. No, that's dumb. Yeah, that's okay. Ties are thankfully can go away and never come back, so maybe we won't see that one. At least yeah. with her at least with that green again. Yeah, cool. Uh, but I loved Megan's look. I think she looked great. I loved her hat, especially. Oh yes, the I just, hat. Her hats have been great so far. They have. They're really yes. good. They're really fun and like sculptural and just a plus. Yes. No, she's rocking the hats. I hope she's enjoying them because I know it's not something everyone probably likes and obviously she's never had to really wear hats consistently so yeah i would like, be having not the a kind ball. that you need to have pinned in your head yes and you have to like sit down with someone and be like yes let's um let's see how's this gonna look versus like i'm gonna put on a, a baseball hat yeah or like a i mean she does wear her like fedora thing like she was wore that um to the both days she went to the watch harry and polo her mm-hmm. polo and yes. I mean, like that, but again, that's just more like a sun hat. It's easy For to sure. put on and off. It's got a practical purpose, which is, you know, sun protection. Here, these are less um, for for that and more yeah. for, um, <laughs> you know, fashion. Mm-hmm. So nice job, Megan. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. Uh, but yes, moving on to what the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate, was wearing. Uh, she, yes, she was wearing McQueen. What? Oh my god, no way. Yes. <laughs> and the fuck I mean what what so, what exactly was she wearing? It's yeah, it's so Yeah, so she wore a beautiful McQueen and it's a similar mm-hmm. style that you've probably already seen. Uh she wore a similar uh outfit to the royal wedding, to Megan's wedding, mm-hmm. Megan and Harry's wedding. Obviously the after some debate it was decided mm-hmm. she was wearing buttercup yellow. It just mm-hmm. didn't photograph well enough. It photographed like the color that she was wearing today or at least at the christine not today yesterday from when we we're recording and uh it was yeah i think it looked really great on her instead it had and it had kind of a v-neck on it as well right and uh and in a surprise she was donning a very different uh topper than we've ever seen with her it was more of a extremely i would say kind of a headband honestly that is kind of like tudor kind of themed yeah. Um, like she could be going to the court of Henry VIII or something. I mean, still still got with the modern touches and stuff. Yes. But it was um, described. I forget that. I, I don't know if this is like how all headbands are described in England, but they're called yeah. Alice bands because of like Alice in Wonderland. Oh, and, interesting. Um, oh, I can see that. So that like when I was reading an article about like her, what she was wearing, it was talking about how like that's kind of moved, shifted into fashion because um, just like headbands and Alice bands are have been seen on runways lately, and so it's kind of gone into the milliner, um, I don't know, trade right now. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I think it was. I really liked it. I think it was different. I, it's not something I would want to see on her 
you know, regularly. But yes. I think it made a really nice change from her usual berets, which we've been seeing a lot of very similar. Mm-hmm. I think because I think honestly, what happened is that she had a bunch of different outfits made um, with and like hats kind of to match that were just like choices for what to wear to the wedding. Like all of them would have worked to go to the wedding or to go to this christening. And she just kind of like changed them around, like based on what she was, how she was feeling and like, you know, what she felt was most flattering or most comfortable for the particular occasion. Mm -hmm. Like post, you know, with an 11 week old baby. Yeah. And so I think like it just was fun to see like something a little bit different for her hat choice. Yes. Yes, I agree. I really liked it. I'm glad she made kind of a risk mm-hmm. with this one because it looked great on her. And I really liked the the floor details and just like the fabric itself or even the way that it was it's made. It almost looks not like wickery, but just kind of it looks weaved kind yeah. of together. The the band part. I really liked it. But yes, I would not want to see her wearing this frequently because a lot of people had mentioned that like the Queen Mum often wore a similar type of headband Mm -hmm. with her style so people were like oh is she a nod to her i was like maybe i mean but it also is yeah something that's apparently going to become popular so go get your alice bands everybody yeah um and then i don't know oh but did we mention that the headband was by jane taylor we did not so that makes it three for three where she was wearing McQueen and Jane Taylor for her children's christenings. So again, it was nothing too surprising. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was all of a sudden going to go out and like left field and wear like some new avant-garde experimental designer, you mm-hmm. know, in something that right <laughs> her or uh, Louis christening. And so it was expected, but again, she looked great and mm-hmm. yeah, yes, she looked very happy. I mean, obviously she looks really excited for all her children, but. Mm-hmm. She just looked so, just just very gleeful. Mm-hmm. No one has ever looked so excited at a baptism. No, I know. I think I, that's why one of my things is like, why I really think that it is true that like William, William drove him around in the car, got him sleeping. <laughs> like, and she was like, oh my God, we're pulling it off. I can't believe it. Look, he's sleeping. He looks so cute right. when he's sleeping. Like, I'm, he's, he's quiet. This is great. I love this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like someone who's a mother to three young children and it's just like, oh, thank God. Thank God it's, it's going like it's smoothly. Working. I'm so yeah. happy. <laughs> my two older children didn't shove each other in a pond today and I look great. I fit in this dress and, you know, I just love it. Mm-hmm. So super, super happy. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the last thing we'll talk about is so obviously they went in for a private ceremony for the christening so we obviously didn't see inside uh and but when they departed it was super funny so william was holding um charlotte and george's hands kate obviously still had sweet baby louie oh, mm-hmm. i love his name it's just so perfect mm-hmm. uh apparently she you could kind of hear her say pretty much she like kind of like looked at like where the photographers were and she was like you aren't coming yeah oh charlotte said that Yes. Yeah. Kate. Not Kate, but it was actually Louis. Yeah, Louis talking said it. guys. Yeah. Miracle. It's like that movie. Look who's talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so everyone's like, "Oh, was she like, you know, dissing the photographers, or like, was she just misheard or something?" But I like to think that she was like, "No, you're not." By because I can imagine that it's kind of yeah like even George when he's done you know things with like his first day of school he was kind of scared and mm-hmm. really nervous and I can imagine seeing a bunch of people is not always really the greatest as a little kid where you don't really understand why they're here and mm-hmm. why they're not you know talking to you like a normal adult in their life talks to them and flashing lights and all of that so well maybe hope, maybe know. it was like at for Harry and Meghan's wedding, a lot of the people who did, you know, attend the and were in the crowd showed up later at the reception. And so then they explained to her like, no, and these are just photographers. They're not coming. And so then she's like, yeah, you're not coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was filled in. Mm-hmm. I got my itinerary says you are not invited. Yeah. <laughs> More cake for me. Wait, yeah. what? It's fruit cake. Never mind. Booze cake. Not for you. <sighs> But we uh, are looking forward to seeing some formal portraits released. Um, it's They were taken by Matt Holyoke and will likely be released later 
this week. So probably by the time this recording hits the airwaves, they will be out and you will get to see uh, sleep, Snoozy McCheeks yourself in mm-hmm. all of his frilly g- glory. Yes. So that'll be great to see everyone all together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then now, I guess, yeah, that's kind of our, our christening. Will it be our last? I don't know. Well, for, for them specifically, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking it will be. I think so. I don't think Kate wants to put herself through another pregnancy. No. I would be like, three is great. I have an heir, a spare, and then a spare spare. We're good. And it's, so. again, we've talked about it before. I think, like, as a person who grew up with two siblings, she really liked that and liked the having kind of a bigger family and having, you know, multiple shoulders to lean on. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. now, though, she's probably, like, great. I will hang up these hats and be able to keep my food down for the most part. Indeed. Yes. So, so yay, beautiful. Maybe that's why she was so happy. Yeah, that's what actually I was thinking. She's like, yeah. Next time I have to sit through one of these, it's not going to be my kid wearing the dress. Right. She's like, I'll just show up and it'll be great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so we actually got two days of Kate in a row. Uh, when the Royal Air Force celebrated their 100th anniversary on um, today. Yeah, July 10th. It's been a long day. I really think it, it was really like four has. days ago. I like, Honestly, you keep saying like the christening happened yesterday, and I was like, huh? Yeah. It did? I'm like, wasn't it last week? Yeah. No. So, uh, But yeah, so 100 years of the Royal Air Force, and they had a service at Westminster Abbey. Mm-hmm. So... Um, as is kind of usual with these special commemorative services, we got photos of everyone arriving, um, and that included Megan. And we'll just start off with the fashions here. Um, mm-hmm. Megan was wearing bespoke Dior, a like it's it was a I don't know was it black or navy blue? I think it was black. I couldn't tell. I thought it was black, but sometimes I saw navy blue, and I haven't so far seen. A I consensus. think the clutch was described as a black clutch by Dior so I think mm-hmm. that it must be a black dress I don't know though that would make um, sense and so it was kind of like a it was similar the the top portion of the dress was very similar in um cut in line to her wedding gown it was very simple um like seeming very few seams and had the wide neckline and then it was obviously shorter and stuff and she was wearing um, a hat by Stephen Jones, which again, adding on to her home run hat choices there. And then Kate showed up, and that was a really big surprise because she was not included in the original list of participants released by the palace. She, she was not. But who was she wearing? <gasps> she I, was wearing McQueen. Oh my God, no way. Yes. Where do, never when do knew. we think she's going to break the McQueen streak? I don't think. I, I think if you have a good relationship. No, but I mean, like, she's literally, she's worn McQueen, like, in a row for so long. Like, you know, she's mm-hmm. worn other designers, so I don't think this is, like, all she's ever going to wear again. So I'm wondering, like, what the first designer will yeah. be that she chooses that's not McQueen. I don't know. I bet it'll be soon. I mean, she's not going to wear them forever. I think she, it's just nice to probably work with them because she's worked with them throughout pregnancies and after pregnancy and all of that and mm-hmm. it's probably just nicer to work with one person instead of being like okay 900 people mm-hmm. um and i already have to explain that i have an error in how i spoke because i said that kate wore a at her at the christening that she wore a similar queen to the royal wedding what she wore today was similar to what she wore to megan and harry's wedding mm-hmm. so i apologize but, but again i'm gonna yes. say they are all pretty similar what I meant like to say was that what McQueen she wore, pieces. yeah, what she wore at the christening was similar to what she wore to the trooping of the color. So oh, yeah, mm-hmm. my apologies, everybody. Uh, but yeah, so she wore kind of a like a powder blue uh, McQueen, and it's got yeah, kind of those folded back um, like lapels on it, and then she had her huge um, Royal Air Force kind of uh, brooch on because she is the honorary um, like commander of the Royal Air Force. And I think she took that over from Her Majesty recently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I thought it was a good look. Um, it, I mean, it's not particularly my favorite of Kate's looks. Um, she also had a new hat um, by Sean Barrett. 
and um, diamond drop. Dry, ugh, my gosh, diamond drop earrings from the Queen on loan, and yeah, yeah. Um, again, it was just a very nice look day look for her. Yeah, and I do like um, seeing her and Megan. This is the you know we're seeing them together more often, and I think it's pretty striking. Like both of them wore very similar like modern but like daytime versions that evoke their wedding dresses i thought that was really interesting like the Mm -hmm. mcqueen it's it's well it's the same designer and it's got the same neckline the the v and then Mm -hmm. megan was wearing her dress that again like looked pretty much from the waist up and except for the color the same as her Mm -hmm. wedding dress even though it was a different designers but still french um and i think it's really interesting and i'll see if i'll be interested to see if like kind of the way that Kate has really like she a lot of her clothes go with the v-neck it seems like mm-hmm. Megan's really going with that to be like her classic shape for yes her first um or what when I say her classic the off the shoulder uh like or the very wide uh, boat neck type shape mm-hmm. and I think that's been used in a lot of her garments so far mm-hmm. It'll be her signature look. Yeah, I hope she, uh, speaking about Megan again, I hope she actually has purchased this dress in maybe a few other colors. Because, yeah, I yeah. feel like it looks so great. Or and, or that Dior made her this dress in so many different colors. Oh, God, I'm yes. so jealous. I'm so jealous. Made her, you're right. I can't. Right. Because I think, yeah, I think it's a, just a, a hit. Like, you can't go wrong with this look. Mm-mm. And you can do different hats with it, and it'll look spectacular. Yeah. And then the last comment on the arrivals is hunks in uniforms. Indeed. Huh. Harry and William looking choice today. Yeah. Just really great. <laughs> Just really great in their uniforms. Um, and that's what I'll say. I mean, that we don't spend too much time on the men and their fashions, except when they're in uniform. And I think that that's a good precedent to set. And I would just encourage you to gaze at how the light blue of their coats set off their eyes today. Indeed. And the hats. And the hats. Oh. That covered up time. <laughs> <laughs> We're so mean. I, I'm I sorry. Help it. I can't I, help it. I don't know. I, I got it. I mean, they both are super fine still, so mm-hmm. I'm not... I don't feel bad. No. Also, and I mean, you've got to love a man in uniform, right? Yes. So, <laughs> moving on. Um, after the family all went inside and took their seats... Um, they sat through a, a brief serve, or I don't know how brief it was. They sat through a service. <laughs> I'm, I'm commenting on something I have no idea about. They sat through a service. It was probably about as long as any service, so about an hour, maybe a little over. Um, and then once that was done, they went back outside and uh, had another event, which is the presentation of colors, where the regimental unit is given new flags. And at this, the queen gave a speech. Mm-hmm. And then everyone did a, another change of location and went back to Buckingham Palace for a flyover to be observed from the famous balcony. Yes. <sighs> so the it- attendants there were the more senior royals. So it was the queen, her children, and their spouses, and then Will, Kate, Harry, and Meghan. So it was much less crowded than the balcony at the trooping. Yes. And there were also no wee kiddos outside. Though we did get some after the fact photos of George and Charlotte watching the flyover from a window inside. Yes. They were with Nanny Maria and um, Kate's secretary, Catherine Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing Louis was probably with Carol. Probably. This is, just, this is just my guess. Or he was taking a nap in a in a crib out out of sight. Or True. A, or a car That's seat or whatever. Yeah. Um, But in addition to the kind of more typical red, white, and blue, plain smoke, I don't know how to describe it, flyover, we got something pretty cool, which was some fighter jets spelling out the number 100 as they flew over in formation. And that was obviously a nod to the centenary of the Air Force, and it was just really cool. And then after that, they went inside and had a reception with some servicemen and women who belong have are currently in and formerly were in the RAF and then RAF affiliated charity um, workers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But yeah, I I think that's all we have for today. Uh, as we are recording right now, uh, Harry and Megan are actually doing a trip to Dublin right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they're probably they're probably sleeping right now. Yes, 
one would think because it's but it's like a 24-hour trip so yeah so we decided um because they landed i think at 5 p.m dublin time um and so then they're going to have some more stuff to do we decided we'd hold off to report on that trip till we could do the whole thing in one episode um Mm -hmm. but i do just want to make a quick comment that megan was wearing amelia wickstead she was I feel like that's something we just have to talk about ahead of time. Yes. Sorry I'm jumping the gun. I that's was the okay. one who was like, let's save this till next time. <laughs> but this is a, this is breaking news and we need to this is this uh, um episode has been pretty dedicated to Megan's wardrobe, I feel like. I mean, even though that wasn't But she's the, she's out a lot and Yeah, I mean, she's been it, out a lot and it's it's been the focus. So I think this is relevant that we yes. just need to talk about the fact that she's wearing Amelia Wickstead while it's still fresh. Yes. So, yes, if you didn't hear from our previous episode, I think, or the even in our last couple episodes, we had talked about how uh, there had been drama because Amelia Wexted, who has dressed Kate before and also had recently had dressed uh, Megan for the Anzac Day service, had complained or kind of was angry that uh, apparently uh, Givenchy had like stolen the idea for Megan's dress from one of their designs. Yeah, posted some real shady stuff online, like, but not even shady, like straight up like, oh, look at this. This is our dress and it's better. And like someone quoted her. I can't remember the exact details, but yeah, it was she very... was like overheard. And it, but it was like from a reporter. So whoops. Yeah, and it was it was very surprising to hear because it's like, wow, bite the hand that feeds you um, type thing. And like, no, those dresses were not the same. I mean, they're the same in the way that like all wedding dresses are kind of the same. They're all kind of white or creamish. And yeah. And like a lot of them have that neckline and a lot of them have like seeming details, you know? And so it was kind of like really surprising. And we were wondering whether, you know, that would affect Kate's relationship with her. And, you know, we kind of, I had assumed that it would affect Megan's relationship with her, at least for, or that, I mean, it would be a couple months at least before, or a couple more months before she was um, showed up wearing it. Kind of like a proper like punishment time. Mm-hmm. Like you, I'm not going to wear your designs for six months or something because that's yeah. not not cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, she showed up wearing it, and it was like, uh oh, okay, I guess we're all moving on. Yeah, I think so. I I mean, I think it was probably it's probably first of all it was probably blown out of proportion. Oh, for sure. Her her words. And I mean, especially if Kate has a relationship with her and Megan had started to kind of work with her fashion house, that they probably were like, okay, let's be real about what happened here. Or, you know, I know them so well. I know that she didn't really mean that. Yeah. Or, or she got like, like an amazing fruit basket or something. Yes. Apology. <laughs> An edible donation, arrangement. Like a $50,000 donation to like the women's charity of Megan's choice. Yes. You know, I feel like that, that like some kind of appropriate... Mm-hmm. Apo- gesture of apology and then Megan's like okay cool I can I can forgive we're You're supposed to forgive right. that's you know that would be the the right thing to do that's what God wants me to do okay I can I'll, I'll, <laughs> sure you you oh I can have this pretty dress for free yes I forgive you thank you but yeah so anyway I know that that's jumping the gun but we will talk in a lot more detail about um the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and their first trip overseas as representatives of Her Majesty. Yes. As a couple together. Indeed. Um, so I can't wait for their real first overseas. But, I know. But well, we'll and by which you later. mean like their first, like, it takes like more super than. super far away. Yeah, it takes more than, you know, an hour or so by plane to yeah. get there. Like they have to be gone for days yeah. and days and days. Yeah, so. there are times when we get much more, like a more jam-packed schedule. Mm-hmm. But they're new to this, being married, that is. So, mm-hmm. And with Brexit how it is, who knows what's going to exactly. happen. <laughs> so true. So okay. anyway, um, on that note, we'll end for this week. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, we'd love to hear from you. We are um, contactable on Gmail. We're at americrowndreams at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Instagram at Americrown Dreams, and we are on Twitter at Americrown Dream. You can also rate, review us, subscribe, etc. on Apple Podcasts, and we'll be picking things back up, I think, um, 
in the next few weeks because we've got a lot to report on until August comes and nothing happens. Yes. But so until then, we'll be here <laughs> checking in on our favorite royals. Woohoo. But until then, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.